0: Hi, this is Ross Gelseth, and thanks for being with us as we continue our series on Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. Today, we are going to talk about a continued pursuit of excellence in the field of leadership. Last week, we released a podcast called Leadership 101. We talked about leadership in the definition, the art of motivating a group of people to work towards a common goal motivating a group of people to work towards a common goal we talked about being called to lead we talked about providing vision and the importance of that we talked about leadership being a skill it can and needs to be learned and we talked about leaders as readers they were feeding their brain We also talked about servant leadership and the importance of realizing that the leader serves other people. The better they serve, the better they lead. We also talked about the leadership schedule. We talked about if you're on the clock, you're paid to lead. And we finished up by talking about enjoying the driver's seat and the people that are on the bus with you. Today, I wanna talk more about leadership but i want to get into some of the details of leadership so i've got a few additional coaching points i want to share with you in our time together the first of which is when it comes to choosing your team choosing those are going to be closest to you all the way through to anybody that's going to be a part of your team and or your organization let me give you a couple of coaching points First of all, when it comes to picking those people closest to you, an effective leader is always aware and in tune with the strengths and the weaknesses of his team, for her team. So churn or turnover is a part of effective organizations. If you've got a really good organization and you've got good team members, other people are going to want them. And it's human nature for your people to want to grow. They can either grow within your organization or they can grow by leaving and going to a new opportunity. That's not necessarily a bad thing. And by the way, when somebody in your group has an opportunity to leave, it's so important that you smile on them and bless them as compared to being upset and begrudge them and then letting them go and realizing later, gosh, I wish I would have helped them finish better. So celebrate their wins. But now back to your own team. Every time there's a change in one of the seats that's closest to you as a leader, it's important that you evaluate the strengths and the weaknesses because the change isn't just a matter of replacing that person with one just like them. Very unlikely, in fact. But it's also an opportunity for you as the leader to strengthen your team, because maybe this gives you opportunity to search for what your team is lacking. So be mindful at every change in the organization that you're looking for the best people and getting them in the best seat on the bus. Now, let's talk about those people that are going to join your team that aren't necessarily a part of your inner circle. It's so important that you as the leader establish expectations for everybody in your organization that's some kind of a director or has oversight, a supervisor, a manager, whatever you want to call it, because they are going to be closer to potentially interviewing and choosing people for their group or their team. Well, they need to know what it is that the organization is looking for and the attention to detail. So again, leaders are constantly looking for the best people and getting them in the best seats. Effective organizations are effective in choosing placing, and developing best people. Another coaching point, and don't perceive this as negative, lightning hits the tallest tree. Be ready for a crisis. Machiavelli made this statement, calm waters may not remain calm calm waters may not remain calm. Here we are in the, in the month of May in 2020, and leaders in America and around the world are under duress and stress over this coronavirus. And it's impacting the decisions they're making every day, which is certainly not a paved highway that leaders want. But when lightning hits, so to speak, It hits the tallest tree, and who is in the tallest tree? Who is the tallest tree? It's the leader. So it's important that you're prepared for a crisis. It does no good to make excuses. It does no good to say, oh, I guess we weren't ready. Instead, optics are so important People may not know the inner workings of the organization. They may not know exactly what happens to organizations, whether it's in the midst of the corona crisis or just life. But optics is so important. And when lightning hits or crisis, so to speak, hits, what people see and what they perceive in you as a leader is so important. I've always maintained in coaching that we learn way more about our leaders when we're behind by six points with a minute to go than we do if we're up by 15 points with two minutes to go. And it's during times of adversity or crisis that optics become so, so important. Maintain your poise be diligent in getting information from as many people, process effectively, give yourself time to make decisions, and then move forward, knowing you've considered all the options. The other part about lightning hitting the tallest tree, in too many cases in our society, we see something happen to a leader. And in today's world, guilty first until proven innocent. I grew up in an entirely different culture wherein it was innocent until proven guilty. So be prepared if a crisis hits that people will jump to the conclusion of guilty first. So lightning hits the tallest tree and as the leader, be prepared and be ready for a crisis. The other part of leadership that I want to speak to today is effective leaders appreciate the grind. Now, what do I mean by that? I simply mean that leadership is a repetitive process day after day, week after week, month after month, and in many cases, year over year. And leaders need to appreciate the grind. They need to enjoy that some days are like the previous day. Some days are different. Sometimes there's a brand new adventure to what's happening within the organization or outside the organization. But sometimes it's a matter of getting people to keep on just keeping on doing what they've been doing because your organization does it well and your lifeblood is doing it well, so to speak. So leadership is a matter of appreciating the grind. Another coaching point that I think is so important, we spoke in last week's session, Leadership 101, about creating a vision and communicating that vision to your people. There's another part of this that's equally as important, and that is, i think effective leaders i keep using that word effective i can use the word successful i could say great i could say wonderful leadership proven leadership but irregardless of what you call the leader there's a there's a matter of having a dislike for the status quo so no matter how good the company's financials are or how good the one loss record is or how many years you've been in the position, leaders need to have a dislike for the status quo. In other words, simply stated, they want to get better. They want to improve themselves, so they're not satisfied with everything as it is. They want their team to get better. Back to the coaching analogy, head football coach for 26 years. Some teams won a lot of games, and yet at the end of the season, when we go through and evaluate everything, we'd realize, you know, we weren't as good at the kicking game, special teams, as we've been in the years past. So it was up to me as the head coach to help our assistant coaches and ultimately our players realize we needed to get better. What's that about? That's about it. Irregardless of the one loss record, there's still areas to improve. Leaders need to have a dislike for the status quo. Part of that, another coaching point is leaders cannot live on last year. Leaders cannot live on last year. You've heard the line that he or she overstayed their welcome. This isn't just referring to relatives coming to your home and staying longer than you thought they were going to. At first, it's like, oh, wow, great to have you here. But on about the fourth day or the fourth week, it's like, weren't you leaving? We've got other things that we've got to focus on. But in leadership, you cannot live on the way you led last year. You've got to constantly create new, a new vision, a new emphasis point, a new area of improvement, a new market share, a new growth initiative. But you also, as a leader, need to keep emphasizing the culture you want for your team, your organization, and your people. What is it you want your environment to feel like? I use the analogy of, you know, sometimes as families we live in the same home and the paint stays the same on the walls and we get bored and we're looking at the same thing. Have you ever thought that? You know what? If we paint the wall a different color, we're going to have a different perception walking into the room. Well, the analogy of painting a wall a different color or a room a different color strikes a change in everybody that walks into the room. And like, oh, wow, did you remodel your home? No, we just painted this room. Wow, what a difference. A pint or a quart or a gallon of paint makes. Apply that to your team or your organization. Change the uniforms a bit. Change the schedule a bit. Change the dynamic of customer service. Change the culture, points of emphasis. So leaders cannot live on last year's leadership. Next coaching point I think is so important, and that is people expect leaders to be organized. And so one of the things that I believe in, if you're going to call a group of people together, Unless it's simply for a casual check-in how you're doing, I think it behooves, it requires the leader to create an agenda. And even better is to send the agenda out to your key people who are going to be in the meeting ahead of time so they come prepared and it sends a powerful message because it communicates to your people that they are valuable because you want to share with them in advance what it is that you want them to be a part of. So one, have an agenda, send it out ahead of time, and then, so important, and I would challenge you on this, put a timeline to it. So if the meeting starting at 10 a.m., 10 a.m., opening remarks, 10.05, agenda item number one, agenda item number two. 10.30, agenda item number three. And if you've said that the meeting is going to be one hour, then at 10.55, you need to be in the closing remark stage of it. So create an agenda, communicate the agenda, let people come in prepared, and then end on time. A couple more coaching points today. I mentioned this earlier when it came to the lightning hitting and striking the tallest tree, but it's so important that you as a leader accept responsibility for a leadership in the good times and the challenging times. So blaming other people does not help you as a leader. Making excuses has never helped an effective leader either. So the mature leader who's confident in their stature, so to speak, who feels good in their shoes, is a person who will take the bad with the good, say the right thing at the right time, and people will appreciate your candid comments and observations during challenging times where people and leaders go sideways and in a downward cycle is when they start blaming others, particularly on their team, for their shortcomings, or they make excuses. So coaching point, don't blame others and do not make excuses. Let me close this session with coaching point in terms of lifting your people lifting your people making them feel great making them feel better and this is especially true in tough times so a couple of coaching points as a leader be conscious of sharing the credit with others on your team if one of your inner circle your executive team your administrative team your leadership team whatever you want to call it if one of those people created an idea and that idea worked and people can sense it's working, there's no point in you as the leader trying to pretend it was your idea. It's a great opportunity to give credit to John or to Mary and saying, john came up with this idea we chose to initiate we is a much better word to use than i i isolates we brings together i isolates puts you on an island we means we're together so sharing the credit with others particularly in public you want to motivate a group of 100 or 200 employees share the credit in front of that entire group that other people that they're sitting with get affirmed by because it will make them all eager to want that affirmation. Last coaching point, and that is this. Leaders celebrate wins with their people. So on a regular basis, It's so important that you bring your people together and you create their awareness of things that they may not know. They may be a part of your organization, but unless you tell them periodically, this is what the entire organization has accomplished. This is the new ground that we have plowed, so to speak. This is the harvest that we just uh, received. This is a new contract we just received. This is a new product we're rolling out. All of those things need to be celebrated with your people. So I think it's so important that just like there's a calendar, 12 months of the year, 24 hours in a day, that you dedicate time on the schedule to bring people together. Nothing better than getting people together in a room. Now, right now, during this coronavirus, can't do it. But... The day's coming soon when you'll be able to do it. But periodically, get your people together. They know when they come. This is for a celebration opportunity. Serve a treat. Bring people in. Have your leaders of your different divisions or your organization stand up. Give their affirmations as to what's going well and where the wins have been, so to speak. Encourage applause, encourage a hoot and a holler. And then you as a leader can celebrate wins with all their people as well. You can point to your key leadership team people and affirm in front of the entire body what they have done. So each of these coaching points is a function of, last week it was leadership 101. This week, we simply build on that, and I'm likely to call that, this session, Leadership 202. Leadership continues to build on what it's done before. So see this session as additional coaching points that are a bit beyond the basics, but they're in full alignment with effective and successful leaders thanks for being with us for Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. Have a great week.